Hello, my creative friends. Welcome back to Share the Work, which is taking over the Do It For The Process podcast this week and next week. I'm your host, Emily Jeffords, and it's an honor to be with you in this space where we focus on creativity and art and running a business, blending all of these things into a life that makes you happy and is full of creativity and pleasure. I can honestly imagine no better career. If this is something that you get to call your passion, your job, your hobby, your interest, your desire, your living, whatever creativity means to you, just sit with that for a minute. That is a huge privilege and something to be celebrated and enjoyed and honored. So thank you for being with me today. I can tell that you're doing that just by giving your energy to this podcast. And it's an honor to be with you on that journey. It's a beautiful journey. If you can't tell, I hope you can't tell, but I have a little cold. I feel like I sound a little bit different. So just, ugh, gosh, just listen past it, okay? I have a lot to say today. And we're in the middle of Share the Work, which is an incredible event for creative entrepreneurs and for artists in particular. And it's full of insight and resources and the tools that you need to learn how to sell your work better, especially in the online space. So, so far we focused on what it means to be an artist and how you can begin to sell your work. We talked about setting up an effective website. There's a lot of info on that, especially in the workbook, which I'll link below. You have it downloaded by now. I'm positive, but if not, don't worry. I can't tell. I, I don't know if you've downloaded it or not. You can just go do it now. I won't even know. Um, <laughs> we talked about the images that should be on your website, your website shot list, uh, which is your like photo shoot, your video requirements or desires. Um, there's a list of things that I recommend for that. Yesterday, we talked about knowing your customers. This is where it gets real because no longer are you just alone in your studio creating and imagining this beautiful life for yourself. You're actually meeting people. Your work is being seen by people. It's being appreciated by people. And knowing your customers means that people are buying your work at this point, which is incredible. Like, absolutely incredible. In the live workshop that I taught um, for Share the Work, Share the Work is happening in a few different ways. It's happening here on this podcast. Awesome. Hello, you're in the right place. It's also happening in the form of live workshops, which mirror this podcast. But of course, I get to answer questions and we get to talk about things that just kind of come up in the moment. And um, it's similar content, but just, you know, a different live version energy. So join us. It's so fun. And I love getting to meet my podcast people there. So we talked about knowing your customers and we talked about the reframe that a lot of artists have to go through when it comes to charging money for their work because it can be vulnerable and scary to put a dollar amount on your work and to say yep i want you to pay me this much this is this is what it's worth and i made a little reframe that i think was meaningful and i want to say it here as well i said in this uh live space that i have never charged enough money for my work ever not one time, even though I up my prices consistently, even though I've put dollar amounts on my work that make me squirm a little bit, even though I have paintings that haven't sold because they're a little bit more costly and they're living in my house and I kind of like them to be here. Um, even with that, I have never charged enough for my work and I don't think that you can, right? I don't think that you can charge enough money for art <laughs> and for anything cre creative. I think that creativity is priceless and one of the most precious things that one human can offer another. And money is just money. 
it's a commodity. It's an energy marker. It's just the way that we function in our in our world today. It is not precious. It's not even really valuable outside of the construct in which it lives. Whereas art is precious and creativity is valuable, deeply valuable. So if you're charging for your work, which I hope that you are, and if pricing can feel a little bit strange, have that reframe in mind, have that reframe in mind. You are simply charging for your precious energy. You are, you are having an energy exchange, um, but you're the generous one here. You're the one giving so generously because you're sharing your precious, thoughtful, innovative, connective, um, spiritual communication, which is your form of art, whatever you're creating with someone that wants to thank you in some way. And we typically do that with money. You could also barter. You could do other things as well, of course, but, um, charging for your work can be a little bit scary and that's one way that we reframe that and move past that as artists i think it's very very helpful okay that was a little rabbit trail i didn't even mean to go on that but here we are let's go back on track today we're going to talk about clarifying your brand okay so let's move out of the uh pricing world and for a moment but i hope that was helpful to hear and let's talk about clarifying your brand so in this share the work um, event, we, the focus is of course, like learning how to share your work better and more effectively and how to communicate your work more impactfully with your buyers, how to sell your work online has a lot of components to it. And one of those is, is your, your brand is your studio communicating your message clearly. So you are not branding a product. You are not selling a product. You are not, uh, really just kind of scope out a little bit. What is the feeling that your studio is leaving with your customers and with your audience and with your website visitors and people that get to walk by your booth at an art fair or a craft show? What is the feeling that they're getting from that work? Whatever feeling, whatever overarching vibe your work is giving off as a whole, not even just one piece, that is your brand. So scope out a little bit. Forget about your logo, forget about your colors. Those all matter, definitely. They matter so much, but they are not your brand. Your brand is the feeling that surrounds your work. So if you go back to yesterday's content, getting to know your customers, and even before that, of course, get to know yourself. What do you want to create? What do you want to put out into the world? Once you know that, then you can begin to share that work effectively. So. If you scope out to, let's talk about what your customers are experiencing. What do they want? What, what are they looking for? What's the uh, emotion or the feeling or the, what, what desire are you helping to fulfill when your customers meet you in your work? That desire is probably uh, echoing your brand. So for example, in my work, people are often looking for peace and beauty and a sense of adventure. Um, my landscapes communicate those things pretty clearly, I think. That is part of my brand. Those words would kind of fit alongside my brand really, really nicely. Um, maybe your brand is really like vibrant and happy and fun and like really like, uh, I keep saying like, that's so obnoxious, I am so sorry. Maybe your brand is a little bit more like poppy and exciting. So your brand might communicate things like joy and, and childlike and pleasure and freedom and creativity and play. Think about the things that 
rhyme with your brand, that sit next to your brand, the feelings that surround your brand. So I'm gonna ask you some questions. If you have the workbook, we're on page nine at this point. Number three, we're on step number three. You're gonna be sharing a lifestyle, not a product. You're gonna be sharing a feeling, not a product. So clarifying your brand identity. What words describe the energy of your studio or your brand? You can just write down whatever comes to mind. What are the core values that guide your creative process? These values are reflected through your message, the messages that you convey, and the way that you approach your work. So your core values, we define this really clearly in making art work. Oh my gosh, we have to pause. It's Thursday, which means making art work is open for enrollment right now. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't say that sooner. What? Oh my gosh, Emily, get your head in the game. It must be my cold. It's making me all foggy and fuzzy, but this is the biggest announcement that I'm going to make all year. So here it is, just randomly in the middle of my sentence. Making Artwork is open for enrollment right now. Um, this is a nine-week course that is going to change your studio. It's a master class in running a profitable and fulfilling creative practice whether you're a painter or a poet or a designer or whatever you create, uh, the, the thing that comes out of you can be anything. It can be so unique to you. We've had a dancer take the class. We've had recipe designers. We've had uh, weavers. We've had ceramicists, illustrators, gardeners, all kinds of people. Whatever, whatever the creative act that moves through your body and comes into the world in existence that uh, is beautiful and yours. Inside of Making Art Work, I show you and teach you how to make that beautiful work into a thriving business. So the cool thing about creative businesses is a lot of times we have a very similar process of growing the business and the work itself can be so unique and individualized. But the business has really solid foundations that you can set up and you can run. So we talk about things like understanding your core values, as I just said here, understanding why you create what you create. What is the pillar of your business? How can you strengthen your business by diversifying your business? How can you price for profit and not for quick sales? That's not actually sustainable. How can you um, do offer things like licensing or wholesale? or commissions, or how do you create launches of work that are effective and really get the attention of your ideal customer? How do you market effectively? How do you use social media well? We cover a lot in this course, as you can tell, as I just list off a few things. Um, go check out the syllabus, I'll link it below. It is full. It's also so happy. It's one of the most encouraging spaces I've ever experienced, and that is echoed in the testimonials of the, of the um, alumni. It is such a happy, encouraging, positive space because I show up that way. I'm here to encourage you and empower you. Um, you will not get any shame from me. I will offer you insight and I'll be very clear, but it's going to be only uplifting and empowering because I don't think that overwhelm or discouraging energy does anybody any good. Right? That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. It's also really thorough. I've taken some courses before and I've been like, yeah, I know all this. Like you're just saying things that I can easily just gather from being in the world. Like, come on, I need more. This course is thorough. 
the workbooks that you'll be handed, they will fill up multiple three ring binders. I'm not saying that to overwhelm you. I'm saying that to tell you that there is depth in this course and you'll want to buy some ink <laughs> and maybe a couple three ring binders because we're going back to school, baby. We're going back to school and it's so fun and so gratifying. Um, if you are taking the course, can I also recommend one thing? We have an offer in the course to join a peer group. And I get a lot of people that are like, I don't know if I want that. I don't have time for that. Whatever. Join a peer group. Um, there's a little tiny fee that goes along with it because I want you to really take this space seriously. It's $34. It's not, it's not a lot, um, but it's just enough for me to hear you say, yes, I'm in. I want this. Do it. The peer groups are immeasurably valuable. They are sweet. That's your space to meet a few other artists and to be intentionally connecting with them and intentionally growing alongside others. It's incredible. Some of the peer groups have been so connected that they're still meeting even after forming in 2019 or in 2020 or in 2021. We've had peer group members fly across the world to meet each other. Um, they meet up when they're traveling. They are still talking on Zoom. It's incredible. That space is what you make of it. So make it amazing and it will be amazing. I promise you. It's just, it makes me, I have chills. I have chills. Okay. Go learn more about the course. It's in my, there's a link down below in the show notes. Um, emilyjeffordslearn.com. You can join us today and I would love to see you in there. Okay. Back to clarifying your brand. What was I saying? Let's go into this. Oh, yes. Okay. What are the core values that guide you in your creative process? These values are reflected through your messages, uh, the messages that you convey and the way that you approach your work. So what I mean by this, this is kind of stepping into making your work territory. In module one, we'll talk about this in great depth and I'll give you some, uh, some just guide you through this process quite a bit in like the form of workbooks and some trainings. But the things that surround your work, the things that surround uh, not even the expression, like when it's out in the world, not even the finished product, but what happens inside of you in the studio and why do you create this work? That's going to be a large pillar as you discover what your brand is about and what your brand is designed to be in this world for. So for example, my core values shift a little bit over time. That's awesome. Your core values can always be evolving and they can be something that you're focused on right now. And then you might evolve into something slightly different in the near future. My, one of my consistent core values are beauty and freedom. Those two words have remained the same for like, uh, probably 10 plus years, <laughs> but beauty and freedom mean so much to me as a human and me as a creative. They are also a big part of my brand and they also show up in the aesthetics of my brand. So like I said, your brand is the feeling that surrounds your work. So because beauty and freedom are two words that sink into my soul and they belong there, those words are going to show up in my brand. Um, this just kind of sit with us a little bit, write down some words that you're like, oh yes, I really resonate with the words peace and play, or I resonate with the words exploration and justice or I resonate with the words, you can write down two, you can write down five, you can write down as many as you need, but settle on a couple that you can remember. For example, beauty, I just said beauty, beauty and freedom have 
they just, they are in my body. They, I don't forget them. They're just lasting things that matter so much to me. So if you have words that come up for you, when you think about what your core values are, then write them down and keep this. I'm not going to say that actually. I was going to say you should keep this to your studio, but no, I think this should be something that if you want to expand it to who you are as a person in your whole life, then I'm all for it. Okay. How can you convey your core values and identity through images? So if beauty and freedom are very important to me, how could I convey those two words in my images? And this is a little bit like philosophical and can be really tricky, but if your two words are justice and that's a tricky one, but justice and clarity, your, your images are going to be very concrete and, and solid. There's going to be a vibe to them. That is like, this is certain, this is sure. There's some like depth here. I can sink into this and feel safe here. So you might have images that are a little bit darker or have more like contrast or have more blacks and whites or, or deeper shades and lighter. And, uh, just, I can just imagine something that feels very solid and certain. If your core values are play and peace, then maybe you're going to have something lighter and more whimsical and a little bit airy. And maybe you'll have images that are taken uh, from further away. So there's more space to imagine maybe things that are really colorful and vibrant and kind of like fun and playful. So look at your brand identity, uh, look at your core values and see how you can make your core values show up in your aesthetics. I think this is so fun. Um, if you want to look at a bunch of images, one, one of the, one of the first things that we do when we begin talking about aesthetics inside of making artwork is this practice of going on Pinterest and finding pins that you do not like, <laughs> which is hard to do sometimes because Pinterest shares things with you that you definitely will like. So you might have to kind of go and down some, down some rabbit holes and trick the algorithm a little bit, but, or you can go on Google, find things that you do not resonate with. You're like, that is not me. That can often be more clarifying than trying to find things that are you because things that are you, it can just be a little bit messier, but often when we find that, oh my gosh, that's a big no, that can be very clarifying because those big no's often point to your big yeses also. So for example, I do not resonate with artwork or images that have uh, a lot of like crayon colors in them and like, uh, I can just see something in my mind. I don't, I don't want to describe it, but if I were to see it in my mind or on a, on a Pinterest board or on a website or a Google, I would be like, no, not me, not me. That might be you, but it's not me. And that's awesome because again, the things that come out of us can be unique and individual and that's so special and that's why we're all amazing and unique but the things that uh, begin inside of you have to be very very true to you so just begin to think about it how can you convey your core values through your images okay the next question what words should you use on your website so again going back to your core values going back to the things that you want to surround your brand what is the feeling of your brand what words describe the energy that you bring to the studio, to your creative practice that surround your work, the aesthetics of your work? With that in mind, what words should surround your website copy, should be included in that space? A great example of this, and this uh, example really lets this artist 
um, personality shine through and her spirit and her work. This is Sky Como Miller of Indigo Sky Art. And she's on my team, so I love Sky so much. But Sky was a making artwork grad last year, and I got to review her website. And it's just such a happy, aesthetically pleasing site. It's beautiful. I'll link it down below as well. But her work is very blue and focuses a lot on those blue shades, and it's floral and it's just happy and so like peaceful. So I would say those are the words that describe Sky's brand. I would also say though that her work is very energetic and grounded in nature, but it's all blue. So it's kind of like, ooh, that's fun. So on her site, she says, in my blue period and happy about it. My work revolves around the themes of slow living, remembering the sweetness of childhood and finding the extraordinary in the ordinary. Those words are Sky's brand. And when you see it, when you click on the link below, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, yes, I see it. I see it. So think about the words that could describe your brand and that would fit alongside your work and your, uh, your core values really beautifully. Okay. The next kind of creative prompt, and I gave you space to write in the workbook, but this might happen in your mind also list scenes that you could show on your website and social media that would reiterate your brand vibe and core values. So scenes like images, video, um, ways that you can communicate aesthetically what your core value is. So this is going to, again, your brand is not your logo. It's not your colors. It's not your fonts. It's none of these things. It is all of them altogether, but the roots of what your brand is are so formed by the way that your brand and your work feels, the way that your studio feels, the way that your creative practice feels to you. That's all going to come out in your aesthetic if you allow it to, which is one reason that when artists ask, ask me about stock images or ways of sharing their work that feel a little bit sterile, like just photographing something on a white background, that's incredibly helpful. I'm recommending that you do that for a variety of reasons, but it's not sharing your brand very well. It's just a little bit sterile. It takes away a lot of the human nuance and the creative expression that you could allow your brand to have. So just kind of imagine what scenes could you show on your website and social media that would reiterate your brand vibe. If you want to take that question to Pinterest and create a Pinterest board that instead of, you know, images that do not feel like you pick out ones that do feel like you, that feel like your brand, that feel like your product could belong in that space where you could share things that are kind of neighbors to that image or to that feeling. These things will become your brand. Inside of Making It Work, we'll talk a lot about how to create a brand guide. We'll talk a lot about um, creating images that support your work and capturing your work effectively and well, getting video that makes your work just shine. We'll talk about choosing your fonts and your colors and designing a logo and creating a website that speaks to all of us so beautifully and effortlessly. But inside of this, um, this is the first step. This is the first stage to deciding what your brand should feel like and should be like. And when you clarify this, everything else is going to become clear. So begin to think about things like what era does my brand belong in? Some brands are more vintage. Some are very futuristic. Some are modern. Some are contemporary. Some are very 1950s or 1820s or whatever. Um, what colors support your brand vibe, your your core values, they support your vision. What images belong with your work? Um, 
let yourself explore this aesthetically. Let yourself imagine the first step to creating a beautiful brand is imagining a beautiful brand. So one thing I like to do is to um, get a stack of really, really beautiful magazines. I'll go to Barnes and Noble or a local bookstore and just buy like five or six really beautiful magazines that have editorial content, have really great ads, uh, just kind of, again, I want to imagine how beautiful something can be. And I want to create that thing that is that beautiful. So as you begin to think about your brand, you begin to think about what surrounds your work. Let yourself imagine how beautiful it can be. Let yourself imagine how great and big and bold and clear your work can be in the world. And the clearer your brand, the more likely it is that your customers are going to be attracted to your brand and feel safe there. So one of the things we have to do as artists is really develop that know, like, and trust with our buyers and our collectors. This is a huge component of that because when your buyers can know and like and trust you, your creative work, and your brand, they're far more likely to feel safe purchasing your work. And I know that feels kind of dry, but it's honestly such a beautiful and uh, communicative process that I think it's it's worth doing this uh, this initial foundational work of deciding what your brand should feel like and what matters to your brand. And then you can get creative. We'll talk about that in making it work, getting creative with, you know, the actual nitty gritty things that will end up on your brand style guide and end up being the things that you follow in your business. As far as your branding goes, we'll hear from um, some guest experts around branding, Anna Nunez, Mariana Durst. Uh, we'll hear some, uh, just from some absolute experts in this field, because I love to gather as much info as we possibly can to ourselves. And this is one way that we can do that really, really clearly. And then you tip all that into your website, making your website feel so aligned and congruent with your, your core values, with your studio feeling, with how your brand is going to show up in the world. And then your website can become the best and most beautiful ambassador to your creative vision. And that is so exciting. Okay. Doors to making our work are currently open join us. It is going to change your studio. It's going to change your life. I am certain of that. I've watched it do that very thing for thousands of alumni and their results and their, just the way that their lives are so full of creativity and bounty and goodness not because of the course, because of their work, because of their energy, because of their love, but making it work was a really large part of that for a lot of them. It gave them the clarity that they need. It gave them the resources and the community that said, yes, this is possible. People like us run businesses like this. People like us are creative and resourceful and energetic, and we love our work and we honor it and we let it become more and more elevated. I shared on Instagram a couple days ago that as an artist, you are the only one who can elevate your work. And that is so true. You are responsible for letting your work grow and take up space and be beautiful and big and bold in the world. And making art work is a phenomenal resource as you do that. It is worth the investment. I'm so positive. I can't wait to see you in there. Join us. It's nine weeks long. And then you're going to change your whole life. And then, hello, we're in the holiday season after that. So let's go and let's make this year, finish out this year as the most impactful and beautiful and vibrant year of your career to date. 
Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for listening to my voice through my cold. I very much appreciate that. Um, I hope that this has been insightful and energetically inspiring to you and that you create a brand that you're so proud of sharing because you should be. Your work is so beautiful and deserves to be seen and appreciated and loved. Okay, if you have the workbook, then you already know this, but this was step three out of five in the Share the Work uh, live event. If you wanna join me live tomorrow for step four, telling a story that connects authentically and genuinely with your audience, then join me live in the Facebook group. If you prefer the podcast space, that episode is coming out next Tuesday. So next Tuesday and next Thursday, we'll have, we'll have steps four and five. But if you wanna join me live, I'll be in the Facebook group, which you can find a link to below. Uh, and then on Monday, we'll have step five in the Facebook group. But in the podcast space, it'll be next Tuesday and next Thursday. So stay tuned for those. Honestly, join all four, like join the lives and the podcast because they're different. <laughs> I cannot say the same thing uh, twice in a row. It doesn't work for me. So they're going to be different and they're going to echo each other and mirror each other, but they're just going to be different energies and different uh you know, just different content a little bit. So if you want to join all four and just really soak yourself in goodness, I recommend doing that for sure. Um, you can find a link to the Share the Work Facebook group down below. And again, if you don't have the workbook yet, download that now. It's going to be really impactful as you go through this content. And then join me here in the podcast space next Tuesday and next Thursday. Join Making Art Work right now and you can dive in and get cozy in that space. And I just can't wait to see you in there. I can't wait to see you in Share the Work if you join the Facebook group there, um, which is totally free, by the way. The only thing that's not free that I'm talking about is Making Art Work because it is a heavy-duty masterclass and it's incredible. Um, but Share the Work is free and I want you to be in there, so come join us. All right, I am going to rest my sad-sounding voice. Thank you for being here and I can't wait to see you in all the spaces. Okay, bye for now.